the Les. And I'm the gay. And today we're talking about Pride! Pride! So exciting! Yay! Pride Month! Happy June 1st, everybody. Yay! Um, Great day to be gay. Great, great day to be gay. Every day's a great day, but today uh, no one can tell me I shouldn't be so happy about it, right? (laughs) Um, Only today. Only today. Only this month. Uh, Welcome to Pride 2021. We thought it was fitting to release this episode right now, um, but we have a lot we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. But I guess the first thing we should talk about should probably be our first Prides. Yay! We're, We're... you know, children. It wasn't that long ago. I've only been to one. I've, <laughs> I've been to three. And market days. Ooh. No, I have been to market days. I can talk about that. But Em, you go first since you've been to less prides than I have. This meaning the pride festival, pride parade yes. thing. Right. Obviously the entire month of June is pride. <laughs> yes. The first pride I went to was two years ago and it was St. Louis Pride. And we went together. Oh, right. I did go with you. Yes. And because before that, I mean, I was living in southern Minnesota, so (laughs) I didn't really have opportunities to go to Pride, and I was like, you know, I suppose I could drive up to Minneapolis, but then I was always in shows in the summer, and so then it was usually, like, opening or tech week during Pride, and so then I could never go. And then, uh, and then I was in St. Louis for a summer, and so I was like, oh my god, we can go to Pride! <laughs> and it was also cool because in St. Louis they have like two Pride events. They yeah. have the one downtown, and that's where the parade is, and mm-hmm. then they have one that's in Tower Grove Park, and it's a little more like by the people. It's like right? a street fair. Yeah. Type of deal, right? Yeah. Versus the one downtown feels a little bit more. Um, <laughs> like there was a schnooks float, right? Yeah. Like, like you know, they're handing out like Bud Light cozies. Yeah. And... I got a rainbow Red Bull, right? Like... Yeah. Yeah. But the one in the park was really cool because it was a lot of people and a lot of. Um, you know, small businesses with tents and things, and yeah, yeah, it was a really cool environment. And I remember I got my picture taken, and it was in the paper that happened. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you not remember that? It's on one of my dating profiles. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Which picture was it? It's me getting the rainbow drawn. Oh, on my arm. right, right, right. I do remember that. Yeah. If you're wondering what that rainbow looks like, it's the picture of me and M flexing. I think it's the it's only the... visual evidence of what we look like on our Instagram, on our Instagram page. You go page all the way the to first. the first post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so that was my uh, that was my first pride. And I would say no, no, like crazy pride stories. I feel like a lot of no, I didn't like stories. make out with some girl or like do anything crazy. <laughs> I know it was very. Oh, I remember it was really hot, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna die of heat stroke <laughs> when we were at the parade. That was know that track yeah i guess i guess that's it I wow feel like what that's a really boring. exciting story to kick well, off <laughs> i know maybe you should have started well i've been to pride i want to say like four or five times which I, cities um i came out sophomore year and i think the first time i went to pride was the summer after my junior year mm-hmm. because um my first boyfriend, who was my ex at the time, who is still my ex, but like, <laughs> he messaged me and invited me to go with him. And I was like, oh, 
oh, weird, it's my ex. Weird, strange. And I was like, can I bring my brother? And so I brought my straight brother. I brought Ash. And we went, and we had a great time. Mm -hmm. Um, It was my first time out of Minooka, Illinois, being in, like, the gay community because it was in Chicago. It was in Boys Town. We went to the parade. And I remember going there and I remember, oh my God, just having stories. I was like, we were standing outside of what was then called the manhole. And it was a strip club. It was Is a strip it no club longer bar. the man? No, it's something else. I went back and it's not there anymore. But that Aww. was the corner. It was on the corner of like Halstead and Broadway or something. I love the manhole. Come I know. On. Well, because I was loving it because they had one of the walls like was a big garage type thing and they opened it up and they just had a couple dancers just like on platforms. So they were like away from the crowd, but they were just dancing on these platforms. And so I was literally sitting there, th- this gay beam version of myself internally homophobic i go to this parade with my ex-boyfriend who who's been out of high school two years now and oh my gosh ash bought silly string ash got in a silly string fight with a guy and i was like that guy wants to fuck you (laughs) (laughs) um people and i oh this one guy was giving out free oh this is so funny this guy was had a sign that was like uh free kisses and he's like oh wherever you want and then i i think i kissed him like on the mouth for like a second and then caleb did the same thing and then ash how old were you i was a oh i was a junior in high school did i (laughs) (laughs) which makes me wonder if i did i think i did well yeah to reiterate be careful (laughs) (laughs) caleb did it and he was like he was like macking on the guy and then ash just starts spraying them both with silly string (laughs) while they're making up um, How homophobic! I know it's so funny, <laughs> but, uh, but that was kind of that was kind of that. And then eventually, we didn't do anything crazy or special after that. We literally went. We saw the parade. I saw so many sexy men, and especially because I was, you know, from a small cornfield, and I was overwhelmed by the amount of not only like sexual prowess everyone had and confidence, but also the fact that there was objectively like the men in Chicago are just objectively hotter than the men in Manuka. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So I was overwhelmed. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was my first pride. And then I, summer after my senior year, I was, oh, I was in New York. Because, oh, wow. wow. Because Look I went you. to the Jimmy Awards. Yeah, your life is with, more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I went to the Jimmy Awards with my mom. And the day we like landed and we just had like a day to be in New York happened to be the day of pride. Yeah. And, so, and so I was like, oh, let's like go to the what parade to for a second. Life. I know. And we went and there was, I remember seeing a big rainbow blunt, like whatever organization it was. My mom loved it. She just loves a good party. And so yeah. we were just like, woo. And, and she like, we like went to a store and she was like, oh, do you want like a rainbow tutu? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did get my, oh, that's, that's when I got my pride flag, my oh. first uh, pride flag. And it's currently hanging up in the corner. And so, oh. yeah, that's from New York. And so that um. happened the following summer. I was working for Broadway in Chicago and I was on a float. I was in the Chicago parade. I was, what? Yeah, I was in the pride parade because i worked for broadway in chicago and we had a float and it essentially had all this shows that we were promoting that season and me and the rest of the marketing and social media team were like like i was an intern but we were all up there like dancing my one friend jack was like the most sexually comfortable i guess and like he was like around my age very attractive and so he gets up top and just starts like shaking his ass around and everyone was like woo 
and so and so that was fun uh there was side side story we were playing show tunes the whole time because it's like you know gay pride or theater um but so we played all that jazz from chicago but from the original cast and at the end there's snare hits that sound like gunshots Mm -hmm. and so we're going down the parade and then all of a sudden you hear just like the music drops out and you yeah. hear what sounds like gunshots and we're all like, oh, no, 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 and it was fine. But we, everyone just was started freaking out. And someone started shouting at us that like Glinda is a lesbian or something. I was like, cool, 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 cool. Um, and then, and then the last prize. I suppose I could see that. Maybe. <laughs> but then the, the last prize. Now, wait. Oh, no, we're not diving into this right now. I'm not diving into this right now. Last, I'm intrigued. The last Pride I went to was the one with you, because it was the yes. summer after sophomore year yeah, when we were Pride, staying here. Yeah, because COVID. Right, and then COVID year. took away last year, and we just found out that it took away this year, too. Yes. They pushed well, and it back because to September, yeah. This year, I'm going to be in LA the last week of June. Yeah, and it's sad that there's not going to be a parade, but, you know, I'll see right. if I can get brunch. Well, <laughs> well, it's interesting. well, the reason I loved it so much, because we did, we went to the street fair in Tower Grove, and we went yeah. to which also was the it felt more like accessible as well, and there was oh, more there diversity was, well, overall. And it was and more it was, like walking around and mingling than like yes. leaning up against a fence and watching. And then the watching like capitalism, yeah, <laughs> right. And so like there was a giant Schnook shopping cart right, right, in the, that just in the had parade, a bunch of right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and that one was cool too. I remember seeing so many again. Pride was always like a moment for me to get out of my small town. And I saw just so many, like, sexually comfortable people. And I, you know, didn't have the breakthrough there, but I attest a lot of my, like, getting over internalized homophobia Mm -hmm. to seeing all these people living such good lives and comfortable lives as out gay men. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was was the, like, shameless sexual prowess. It was the, like, pride in being gay and being feminine and all this, obviously, in terms of men, right? And so, like, I had a fantastic time. Uh, well, I was just going to say that I think it's so cool that you had the opportunity and the access to that, you know, because like oh, a lot right. of people don't. But the fact that you lived so close to Chicago, like that's so cool. Oh, yeah. It was literally. Because, yeah. Well, I was going to say because I didn't have access to like a greater gay community mm-hmm. like that. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I still like knew other gay people and also... You know, in the summers I was doing, in high school, I was just doing a bunch of Shakespeare. Like, that's what my summers were filled with. And so then, of course, like, working at a professional Shakespeare festival, like, there's a a lot of gay people who work there as well. And so then that, you know, I got to have these, like, older gay people to look up to in my life. But, yeah, I don't know when I first got access to, like, a greater gay community like that. Yeah, I remember even that first Pride I went to. I remember just any gay high schooler I would ever see or meet. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't do theater largely until my senior year. Mm-hmm. But, like, my one friend, Ben, did. And so when I met his friends, there was a bunch of gay guys, because theater. And so I would see them, and I they felt like unicorns. Like, literally... <laughs> bad metaphor. They, <laughs> they felt like... 
like so rare and I was like mm-hmm. oh my gosh and then I was so like maybe he's the one or maybe like we should oh, date yeah. or maybe yeah, I'll and you're or, or like oh I should flirt I still with do him. that <laughs> but now I'm at this place where the, I after pride I was so overwhelmed because it was everyone mm-hmm. and I couldn't even imagine like I could not wrap my head around living in a place where there were so many gay people yeah. accessible and I lived like an hour outside the city yeah I just had a train that went right there you know? Yeah. So I think that's why pride was so important to me because I didn't even realize how proud I could be. Right. Until I saw everyone else being as proud as I wanted to. Right? Yeah. It yeah, was that amazing. Makes a lot of sense. So why do you think then pride is important, and why do we <laughs> still need pride? Oh well, it's for the reasons I still brought up. I mean, we talk a lot about how being gay is being accepted more and more and more, and especially mm-hmm. in a lot of big communities such as cities where pride events are held and so i think it's so important to love yourself all the time and to love all of you and every little aspect of you and anything you're you're not content with figure it out and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and being gay is one of those things that's so constantly challenged Mm -hmm. both in like how we live and the people we meet and all this other stuff. And there's two reasons I think pride should exist. That first one where it's just a reminder to love yourself and Mm -hmm. that you're not alone and that all these amazing things and that it's not just something to be okay with and that's not just something to love about yourself, but it's something to celebrate. Mm -hmm. I think like when we say love yourself, it's not, some people think it's just uh, being a content or believing in yourself or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you should love yourself so much that you want to go out and celebrate. Yes. That's yeah. Which is why I think pride is so great because you get to go out and do that. And, yeah. Um, which, like, you know, you should learn to do that every day, and that's the point. But this yeah, is a great yearly reminder. I agree. And because I started to think about pride differently a year ago, I would say, mm-hmm. or, you know, around then, because I was struggling with internalized homophobia and, like, not liking my identity as much. And mm-hmm. I, like came to this realization that pride is a choice. Like, you have yeah. to choose to be proud of who you are. Yeah. Because we live in a world that is going to try to put you down. Yeah, so For often. being queer, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, you have to actively fight against that. And yeah. sometimes it's really fucking tiring. Yeah. Like, I have felt very tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Constantly trying to, like, advocate for myself or, or to defend myself against, you know, these ideas. Yeah. And so... I agree. It's like pride is then this yearly reminder where it's like, uh, no, but like, good job. <laughs> like, right. you deserve you know this. How, you know and I, then yeah. and then it's also like, uh, because then there's all of this, this stuff and like cele- celebrating queerness that you don't have to work so hard. Well, <laughs> and right. so it also feels like a month where it's like, oh God, I could just kind of take take a breath and yeah. just kind of like, I don't have to, you know, it's not so exhausting <laughs> because you, it's like a, a month where, where we're celebrated and valued. You know how I explain it to happen. straight people sometimes? I relate it to Mother's Day and Father's oh. Day. Because sometimes, you know, the, the whole thing, like, why do they need a, why do they need a month? Why do I, they already have marriage rights. Yeah. Blah. I'm like, because. It's exactly what you said. It's literally mm-hmm. the constantly fighting and validating yourself all the time. Yes. It's the same reason that, like, you know, that's a, to straight people. I yeah. literally, mothers and fathers, like, you know, work so hard to be mothers and fathers that You're there's around. a day to celebrate it. Right. Wow. I appreciate that. Nate. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's so good. I'm going to use that to screw I know. people. I used to, it's so funny, I used to use uh, Teacher Appreciation Week, but Teacher Appreciation Week is kind of like, what a, it's like, you know, a scam because teachers don't get paid enough and they need more pay, not a week to be celebrated. Right. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, but no, that's how I explain it to straight people yeah. is Mother's Day and Father's Day. And I was going to say too, I think the second reason we need pride, and this is how I treat pride every year now, is that it's Gay History Month. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Not to, you know, then compare and diminish it to other history months, but to the point to where queer people have this huge history and we talk all the time on here, especially about how important it is to know it Mm -hmm. and to honor it and to learn from it. I think this is one of those months where you, you go support queer owned businesses. You go learn your history, both pre and post Stonewall. Like Mm -hmm. you, like, and you celebrate the generations before you so that you then obviously learn the history and become more grateful and you know that gratitude turns into you loving yourself more as as a queer person and then both with people who aren't queer it's the same like you learn the history so then it's not repeated it gives Mm -hmm. them a better understanding and appreciation of queer people as well yeah um it's not just a month to wave a rainbow flag around and wear your assless chaps but also you know do that too yeah Yeah. like every other month of the the year like why like is that like my parents look at me and go why is this month different yeah like well this is why that's funny so that's what i always say yeah Um, i agree and i mean and also you know bringing it back like pride uh, you know pride month is born out of stonewall and yeah right you know after stonewall as remembering that event and i think too in that it's important to remember that pride is also a protest correct right yeah and I think that that's a big conversation, too, of, like, is pride a celebration or is it a protest? And I think it's both. <laughs> and I think it yeah. needs to be both. Yeah, I think where, in the sense... Yeah, you go. Well, I was going to say, I think it needs to be both because we need to keep fighting because there aren't... Like, there's still so much work to be done. And especially, like, in intersectional, you know, especially queer people yeah. of color, trans people, like... You know, there's Correct. still a lot of work that we need to be doing, and there's also still a lot of people who don't have the privilege to just like celebrate in the to same way. To just wear assless chaps and wave a flag around, right? Right, right. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and so then, like, we need to keep fighting. You know, in that sense, and like it is, it's still a protest. But at the same time, I also like we were just saying. I think it also needs to be a moment of like, and this is who I am, and I'm choosing to love myself. Because I think the which in in that is a protest, right? That's what I was gonna like, say. Like love, choosing to love yourself is an act of protest because society's telling us we shouldn't. Yes, and it's literally yes, like the fact that we move through the world. And, like, even when we're not, like, actively fighting or being activists in any given moment, the fact that we as queer people are celebrating ourselves in a society that is trying to tell us we are lesser than, it is inherently a protest. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it can physically be one or the other, right? It'll always be both. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, again I why I love Pride because it feels like, <laughs> this is so selfish, it feels like a month all about me. <laughs> but it feels like Mother's Day or what I imagine Mother's Day would feel like. <laughs> but for a whole month. But for a whole month. Woo! No, I wanted to do that forever. I always wanted to make like a like some sort of public service announcement and just be like, Happy Pride Month. Treat this like Gay History Month. Here are some great resources. Yeah. 
to like for history like the making gay history podcast Podcast. listen to it now if you do your homework you would have listened to (laughs) it Uh, and stuff like that so i find it super fascinating find Mm -hmm. a queer owned business do you want to hear something super funny yes yeah, uh, it's one of those facts that I hate are facts, but it's one. It's it's a fact. I ta- I've talked about how one of my jobs is I work at a ranch dressing themed restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's a queer owned business. My that's so funny. My... I never, yeah, when you put it like that, <laughs> I know that is funny, <laughs> because... especially because the people who go there, you know, the kind of people who go to ranch themed restaurants. I know ranch the dressing. Let's be clear, no, that's what not it is. ranch like cowboys. No, and so here's the deal. <laughs> not like Brokeback Mountain. I know. And I'm gonna, this is not sponsored. This episode is not sponsored, but the my restaurant I work at has 33 flavors of ranch dressing, and it's owned by a gay married couple, and they're great, and they're I love working for them. And if you want to try our ranch, it's in, <laughs> our top four flavors are in stores across the country. <laughs> go to go to your local Walmart or Target. We'll be in the ranch aisle. <laughs> if you want some queer owned ranch this Pride Month. <laughs> But literally, the owners, the managers, and most of the servers were queer. And so, if you're ever in St. Louis, come say hello. Yeah. LOL. I was thinking about that. This is kind of a side note, but I was thinking about working and, you know, having jobs. Like the, the concept of working? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I was thinking about, like, jobs that I've had, and I was oh, thinking right. about queer people talking about, like, being out at work and what right. that's like. Right. And I realized that. All of the jobs I have worked, I have always been one of many gay people. Oh. But because I've mostly worked in theater. Like you were an usher and now you're a barista. Right. And so like I've always. Like obviously. Right. Like so I've just always been one of many gay people. Oh, that's not always been the case for me. I ushered with you, so yeah. yes, I was one of those queer people you were surrounded by. Yeah. I worked with a lot of teachers once, which I thought was going to be weird, but they were super cool. Like, I like I did a... What? I parked cars uh, oh, at, this, yeah. at this theater, but it was like a summer job for a lot of teachers, because mm-hmm. teachers don't get paid enough. Yeah. So, I was. it was me, two other, two other college girls, and just a bunch of teachers. Yeah. And, and a lesbian, right? See, gays. <laughs> Oh, right, right. And a lesbian rant was our was my boss. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then I ended up working at this restaurant owned by queer people. And then they got me my job at a gay bar, which is like, you know, obviously mm-hmm. is a gay bar. Yeah. I guess I don't remember the last time I worked for straight people. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's, that's a kind of a tangent. Yeah. So we were lucky enough to work for queer people, but then in turn, I know a lot of straight companies that are now, you know, doing the whole rainbow capitalism thing. Yes. Which, segue. Yeah, I was about to say, was that a good segue? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> trying to figure that out. Um, anyway, let's talk about rainbow capitalism. Yes, yes, yes. It's on everyone's minds. It is. You've been on TikTok. You've seen all the videos of people reviewing, like, Target's rainbow collection yeah. or queer You know collection. what's so funny? What? Um, I'm pretty sure I've already told this story. But, oh gosh, how old was I? I had to be a junior in high school, and my parents went to Minneapolis, and it was June, and I don't know why they were there, I don't remember, but they stopped at Target, and then, (laughs) you know, Target had their pride collection, (laughs) which they don't in small towns. Target does not have their pride collection. (gasps) Really? Yes. Oh my god. It's only in, like, bigger cities and things, because they didn't have any pride stuff in... In Winona. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. But when they... Okay, keep telling the story. Yes. And so then my parents, they went to Target in Minneapolis, and then they came home, and they were like, Emily, <laughs> look at all this stuff we bought you. <laughs> and they got me, like, these, like, rainbow socks and a rainbow keychain, which I still have on my keys, and, um, and then, like, a rainbow fedora and, like, rainbow swim trunks, which I still wear. <laughs> um, oh, so funny. Oh, my God. Speaking of those swim trunks, and then... I wore them in Idaho at these hot springs. Yeah. And it was funny because I was there in these like rainbow swim trunks with my dyke haircut. And right. then everybody else there was like in like American flag swimsuits. <laughs> I saw a guy with a swastika tattoo and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I am out of place. <laughs> I hate that feeling. I know. I, know. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a hate crime. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, meanwhile, I just bought poppers and a leather collar yes! from a sex shop so like that's where i am yes queer owned businesses queer that's businesses. what that's what we're getting to no, no, no. sorry tangents but, uh, but, no, but yes so rainbow capitalism yeah to define it yeah i'm sure you guys all know what that means but you know during pride month all of these big corporations will then have their pride merch or their pride apparel and they're essentially profiting then off of other people's identities and often not giving it back to the communities because then there's some a lot of organizations will take a percentage of the proceeds and then donate it to some sort of queer charity or organization but that doesn't always happen it yeah it's it's weird (laughs) because it's interesting that we've gotten to this point now where like being gay is mainstream enough that then companies know that they can profit off of it. What a concept. I know. What a concept. Is that yeah. you, you watch all these TV shows and movies and you hear all these stories from the AIDS crisis and all this other stuff. Yeah. And now our issues Where today, the government literally let like thousands and thousands of gay men die and did nothing about it. Yeah, hundreds that? of thousands. Amazing. Anyway. Yeah. And now, you know, Walmart's selling rainbow stuff and we're like, whoa. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's totally weird. It's similar to companies started doing this with like breast cancer awareness too. That was a thing. Yeah, I heard know? boobies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um <laughs> and like that was also a thing where then they would have like their pink, you know, whatever. You know, but they didn't donate the money awareness, away or, right? And then like it, it was like a weird, help. like, yeah. yeah, where it wasn't really helping. And so it's a similar thing. What are your We're feelings spicy. about that? Well, because I, first off, I don't think it's a bad thing if all these like big corporations suddenly bring out pride stuff and then like, you know, June is over and they move on to the next thing. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I know this isn't the case for a lot of these big corporations, but in my head, there are other issues to focus on at different times of the year as well. But it's not like, these big corporations are putting this stuff out and helping the cause mm-hmm. and then like moving on to a different cause to help and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it it does irk me when it's just like, oh, you want rainbows? Come buy some rainbows. Yeah. And then like June is over and they're like, okay, fuck the gays again. Because yes. there's a lot of corporations that not only withhold the money and don't give back and don't donate, but there's also corporations like Walmart who... <laughs> pay towards corporations and towards other things that are detrimental yeah and big corporations are like bad and so you want to find these niche queer ones and like yeah that's hard too depending on where you live but i also enjoy hot take i enjoy the accessibility for people like say my mom and just like (laughs) small people if they're like right they go and they buy a bunch of rainbow stuff i'd rather you support this way 
than not support me at all. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that makes um, sense. I saw a shirt at Walmart. It was Snoopy, <laughs> like a rainbow on it. Yeah. And I forgot what and it, it said. Vibes. It said vibes, or, right? Yeah. And I was like, and the next to it was something a little more explicit. Oh, gay. it was a rainbow and it said human. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then because I saw it and then I was like, yeah, like I get that I'm like a human, but like I'm also gay. And I'm, I'm going to lead, human. right? Like I'm going to lead with that. Yeah. And it's you like, know, like it's, it's a like different. Those, it's different. It's like those shirts where it's like um, the check boxes and then it's like gay, it's straight, straight lesbian, bi, bi, human. Right. And then it's human and it's checked. And I'm like, well, obviously I'm a human being, but I'm also gay. And that's <laughs> more important. Right. right, right. <laughs> but then and I was laughing. I saw that Snoopy shirt and I said, see, I would get this for my dad. Right. And it's like a, it's that weird nuance where he could wear it and be like, oh no, it's just a shirt. But also it's like a pride shirt. That's mm-hmm. where Walmart is, where it's not explicitly gay. So it doesn't piss off their homophobic customers. Mm-hmm. Like it says vibes on the yeah. bottom. Right. Yeah. But it's like ambiguous gay merchandise, which yeah. I think irks me more yeah. than. Oh, I love, um, I love those memes that are kind of going around right now where it's like corporations during pride month. And it's a picture of this guy who like has this rainbow umbrella that's like a rainbow shirt and all this rainbow yeah. stuff. And then it's like my gay friends. And then <laughs> like, it's like, like a bunch of goth people or just some like butch lesbians, like fixing something. It's, you like, know? it's like dark clothes and yeah. like collars and like yeah. boots and shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's so accurate. Right. It's very true. Or I've seen one where it's like cottage core. It's, yeah. You know, <laughs> And I find that very funny because it's true. It's very baby gay. But then again, like like you were saying, you know, like baby gay me was very excited right. well, about getting that Target Pride stuff. Well, because the whole thing is like, I that's like my dad once got me rainbow shades, like the yes, like these sunglasses, I have the same pair. and I felt so loved and supported when that yeah. happened. And it's the case of. I understand, like, these aren't clothes you would wear during a normal day of the year, and I understand that us as queer people have a higher fashion sense than Target's queer clothing line. Although, to you be You have fair, a higher fashion sense than Target's oh, anything clothing okay. line. Okay, what? Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Nate, I'm gonna disagree with you here. <laughs> what? First of all, I have a pride shirt that my sister got me from Target, and I wear it year-round. Year round, I oh, wear that shirt, one and it's the sleeves. one that you want. Oh, I love that shirt. The one that, that you love and that oh. you want to steal every time I wear it. Oh, so shut, no. shut your, it has, shut your mouth. Because it's yellow sleeve. Also, <laughs> also, a lot of my best short sleeve button ups are from Target. <laughs> so let's not get carried well, away you here. Also, but you're also not the one bashing what their clothing lines look like and all this stuff, right? Yeah. I'm saying the people that. Like, all the, that are making these TikToks being like, oh my god, look at this. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you wouldn't wear anything from Target anyway. Yeah. Like, obviously, this isn't, like, high fashion. It's for yeah. Pride Month. Like, obviously. Yeah. I saw this other, yeah. I think it was a tweet, maybe, and it said something about, like, rainbow capitalism is misleading because it tries to say that capitalistic society can be liberating to queer people when you know it like exploits people and blah 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 and i thought that was also interesting yeah right (laughs) like well well, for (laughs) first off everything involving capitalism is like bad like it sucks our entire lives are our entire society is involved we can't get rid of it yes blah 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 blah. but i think 
what people want and what people deserve is queer clothing made by queer people. Yes. I don't even think yes. it's the whole like explicit design thing. I literally bought a sweater from this like niche queer owned business that just says lesbian on it. Oh my God. It's so cute. <laughs> and, it, and, and I think and it's, it's like, so funny. And it's like the rainbow flag and it's super. It's, I, the, it's the lesbian flag. Oh, right. It's yeah, the yeah. lesbian flag. And, and it, it just says, says lesbian and it's so cute and he wears it. And I think it's so funny. And then, it, <laughs> and then people ask him about it and he's like, oh, I'm an ally. <laughs> and then you have that shirt too. Oh, and I have another shirt. You have that, that says, shirt says that says nobody, nobody knows, knows I'm, I'm a lesbian, lesbian and you are to pride, which is like definitely from Hot Topic, right? Like yeah, it's definitely to the point. Oh. <laughs> um, I think the point being is that I don't care what they look like in in talking about rainbow capitalism. I care where the money goes. I yeah. care that it goes to queer people in yes. some way, shape, or form. Yes, and so whether I, it's directly like a queer-owned business yes. or donated to a good cause. Yeah, and I and you definitely can like I don't know do your research and find. I mean, I found lists where it says like which companies are donating money and which ones aren't, and like you know so which ones to avoid, and so you know you can find those resources. But yeah, support queer-owned businesses, queer artists all that stuff which is you know why we also give these you know our weekly recommendations too is to yeah. support queer art make the world a gayer place because like it's the same thing with big business um as it is in the entertainment industry like we want to give you these queer options that are niche and harder to find um because there are bigger brands in the way that might shadow them or, or overshadow mm-hmm. them and so like if all you are seeing is Walmart and Target, like, let's see if we can find some queer businesses for yeah. you. Especially because online shopping is a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, risky, but, like, uh, yeah, like, there's some good ones out there. We'll, yeah. we'll find them. Cool stuff on Etsy, too, right? Is Etsy cool? I don't know. So, so <laughs> that's rainbow capitalism. <laughs> so A staple of pride. Something else I want to talk about that I have noticed every... <laughs> every pride is that there's always like one thing that like everyone gets mad about on social media my social media feeds will then just be like all about people being angry about this this one thing and it's always a different thing every year right and And it goes away the following year because it really wasn't an issue in the first yes and so so like like examples so like give us examples three years ago i remember my whole facebook feed during june was like pedophiles aren't part of the lgbt community they don't belong at pride pedophiles aren't and i was like oh my god (laughs) yeah obviously i was like who the fuck are you talking to that is saying that pedophiles are part of the queer community no right what it's like because who are you what and so then i don't understand literally so many posts on my facebook feed saying that and i was like who is your audience i was like you realize like you're sharing this yeah and then it's just for people who already agree with you you're not going to change anybody's mind unless you're friends with a bunch of pedophiles pedophiles. who are like (laughs) advocating for themselves i like i don't understand and so like that was a thing and then the next year then like, my whole Facebook feed was all about, like, people getting angry about straight pride because, right. you know, some guy and his, like, 
couple of friends <laughs> who are like, we're going to have straight pride. Like, who gives a fuck? Right. Fuck him. That you know, like, like, it doesn't right. matter. And then, like, and then because of that one incident, then, like, my whole feed was just people being like, this is why gay pride is important. This is why we shouldn't have straight pride. And I was like, nobody is saying, <laughs> except for, like, these stupid people, nobody is saying that we should have straight pride. No. Like, why are we, why are we being angry about this? And also, why are we even giving this, like, the time of day? That's what I was going to say. Why are we giving it our attention? Because it's faded away. Like, literally the yes. same with the pedophile thing. There was probably, like, five pedophiles that were, like... That <laughs> like, were like, we we deserve a space. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I, like... And like, no! <laughs> and so, and, like, I was, like, I don't understand... And then, why my whole feed well, now is like, about this. Well, because it was like last year, last year we saw the springing up of like the super straight thing and it's already oh, picked up God, and died I off. That. No, I know. It's already kind of picked up and then started to die off. It's the same thing of like, yeah, social media has gotten that to more people to be like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. super straight. And it's obviously extremely transphobic. Yeah. But that's not like a new sexuality that's spreading around. Like there's no. a handful of people that were like, oh yeah. And then. And I'm like, those people have never even met a trans person and they're not yes. even going to interact with one ever to need to use that term again. Well, like, yeah. And then also then when everybody gets so, so upset about it like that, you're just caling more attention to yeah, it and, and giving it attention that it doesn't need. Well, because You it's, know, like let it, let's just let it die because if it let were it a worldwide phenomenon it would be upsetting and the fact yeah. that certain people think that way is already upsetting mm-hmm. but they think that way and those people exist and there's like a whole but yeah. there's a bunch of states down south yeah. where there's a lot of issues and mm-hmm. a lot of yes obviously there were you know i but, will say though that there were some good memes that came out about straight pride i do remember that <laughs> some good memes came from that but now you know what it is yes this, yes i do this year it's, this year, it's about whether or not kink, kink. should be allowed at Pride. Which, which this, like, what? Where did this come from? No, well, and I'm sure that there's people who are saying that kink shouldn't be at Pride, Who's but why? people? Right, like, who the fuck is saying that? Can Obviously, I, well, it should be at Pride. Let me take two steps back to just debunk this for, like, two seconds. Yeah. So the whole point wait, of- wait, can I just acknowledge <laughs> that now we're talking about this and feeding into it, oh, and my I whole know. point was that, like, we shouldn't give it attention. I know. Although that, like, you know... Um, let me just... So... I don't know who these people are who are saying that kink shouldn't be at Pride, and I also think that they're wrong. Right. And, yeah, maybe I just hang out with kinky people. Well, no, you not know? even, because the whole point of the Pride Parade is that it's to be proud of your sexuality and who you are, because yeah. we're a group of people that were put down for how we sexually feel, mm-hmm. and um, se- our sexual feelings that are safe and consensual and between adults mm-hmm. to, like, you know, get rid of the pedophiles that want to be part of LGBT. Right. Black. Right. But right. when I first went to Pride, it was that. People were scantily clad. Yeah. And, like... Also, if they were being kinky, they were wearing things that children wouldn't understand anyways, like leather puppy masks. Right. Maybe like maybe like a person on a leash, like whatever. And but honestly, also, even that isn't inherently sexual. No, no, it's not. Not it's at just all. Like weird, right? But In also, a good way. But then, good but then weird. they're like, but like, oh, we have to make it family friendly, and I was like, no. The fact that your family can't handle these things is stupid, and maybe well, you shouldn't bring your kids to Pride then. Well, and because here's the thing. Pride is, you know, for everyone, right? And so there's a, there's different spaces at Pride. There's right. different types of events for different communities, mm-hmm. for different people. There are 
more like family friendly, you know, and depending on the city and the pride and different things. But yeah. I mean, there's different events that are more family oriented or like family picnic sort of, yeah. you know, like pride events. And then there's also like bars and like lots of events that are happening specifically in adult spaces. Yeah. Right. And so then. You know, like, there's spaces for everyone. And also, like, you were saying that, I mean, the kink, the kink community and the LGBT community are so intertwined. They and, like, you, you can't, from one another. Right, because, like, you can't separate them. Because queer people were put down for their sex and sexuality, yeah. so their culture became that. It literally sounds like a well, straight and also person so going, many... like, why do they have to be so loud about it all the time? Yes, yes, you exactly. Know? And especially, I mean, there's so many kinky queer people, too. Like, I mean, the leather community, right? And then, Which like you said, like, yeah. puppies, too. You know, like, that's a big thing in the gay community, and so... And I don't think people really realize this is that i mean if you haven't listened to our episode with blue valentine you should yes please but, do it's um, so good but it's literally i've talked to so many people because i'm you know going to gay bars and it's the gay community and i mm-hmm. meet all these people to where kink helped save people's lives no, in extreme true. situations it's very true. because the amount of shame that goes into <laughs> into queer people in any given mm-hmm. way obviously affects their sex lives and trauma affects their sex lives mm-hmm. and sometimes kink helps them not only with their sexuality but also then with their trauma in real life and i don't think people mm-hmm. realize when this whole debate that kink isn't some like weird thing people do in the privacy of their bedrooms yeah. necessarily like kink is literally a lifestyle and it's helped save so many people yeah and i very think true. that when very, people very are saying the fact that this is even a debate is you know appalling and it's, it's that's silly. why that's why so many people are getting angry and well, making tiktoks about right. it and I'm like, well and then again the fact that pride is all about liberation right yeah and that like it's liberating to be able to express your kinks. And I also want to say, too, that kink isn't always sexual. I don't think it's inherently sexual. Right. Like, kink and sex obviously intertwine. And, like, yeah. you know, but I also know of asexual kinky people. Like, it's, True. right. Oh, and then I also think that, like, kinky people are also aware of what is appropriate to share publicly. Right. In the sense that, like, if you are exposing yourself to people without their consent, like, that's an unconsensual act then. Yeah. You know? And then in that sense, so, like, people are aware of what's appropriate in yeah. that sense. And I agree, like, wearing leather, wearing these things, doing this stuff, I see no harm in that. I mean, I've seen someone get whipped in the street, but, you know. But, but then even in that situation, because was that at Market Days? Yes. Yes. And so, like, that was at Market Days. Which which, which is, is specifically st- like the street fair that is celebrating like which is kink. so specifically like kink and, and that sex, like that right. that's like in um oh what's it called they have a thing like that in san francisco too where it's like this kinky event and it's just like all of these kinky people and yeah people being flogged in the streets and like there's nudity and like all of this stuff but then like that is a space for that you know and And so like and so i'm just curious i don't know maybe we should just like trust trust the gay people that we're trying to celebrate yeah weird i know and the kinky people because like obviously they know what's best you know i don't know well and then it's again like let's not because it's it's 
literally just like policing people. Yeah, and I've know? seen more like provocative things in like ads on the side of buildings or on yes. TV. Like right. you know, like I don't need to. Because again, I don't think yeah. right. Like bringing up pup play as an example, a man wearing a, a man on a leash isn't a gonna man fuck on a up leash. your child. <laughs> no, no, and it's also not like right inherently obscene or or sexual or no, you know. know whatever. And I don't so know. So I'm just wondering where. I also love the kink and... community. They're so cool. No, so I know because it's this. It's what we talked about when we were talking about sex. Like, there's so much communication that goes into, or that is required to have a healthy, kinky lifestyle yeah. and relationship. So the people that are kinky tend to tend to know themselves a yes. lot more and yeah. know how to communicate very, very well. And yeah. so I loved them. And they also deserve a space. So like, why are we trying to kick them out? That's what I mean. Is yeah. Then where would they go? Exactly. Which is great. Yes. Um, um, anyway, we just did that thing that I that said that we should do. do. <laughs> but we did it! We did it! It's done! We're done talking about it! What a stupid fucking question. I can't wait to see what next year's thing is going to be. <laughs> Maybe maybe we maybe lesbians will be out. <laughs> lesbians will. Oh my god! Could, could, could you, you imagine? imagine? <laughs> no. Oh wow, that would no. <laughs> so um, anyway. I also I also want to hear your thoughts about straight people at pride oh <laughs> i thought you were gonna stop at straight people and i crack, cracks you, knuckles thoughts Let's about go. straight people straight people at pride first off i don't think there's anything wrong with it no ifs ands or buts i don't think straight people necessarily oh god because i'm sure other people have different experiences than i've yeah. had but um i brought my straight brother to pride and it was great i brought mm-hmm. my straight mom to pride and mm-hmm. it was great and like yeah, they didn't fully understand a lot of these different nuances. Like, maybe my mom thought some people were a little more scantily clad than they needed to be. Not even, though. Like, if my mom's, like, in the moment, she's like, oh, my gosh, so crazy. Like, she's like, you know, like, she's like, nice But uh, that was, like, I took my dad to a drag show. This isn't pride, but it's the concept. Where it's, right. like, yes. he didn't understand. He was saying that they didn't look enough like women. You know, like, it was just, like, all these silly things. And obviously he's not going to understand. He's straight. He's not around this type of thing. But I was there to help educate them and all this other stuff. So the straight people that I see at Pride or that come to Pride better fucking learn something, you know? And like if they're there supporting and being helpful with open ears. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the bare minimum, if they're not assaulting someone, great. (laughs) (laughs) Then I think it's fine. Um, Well, and I also think that, yeah, I agree with you. Like, sure, you know, Pride should be a welcoming space to everyone and then in the sense with straight people then I think it's important that they realize that then they are coming into a space that is not for them yeah but that they are then there for them right right? (laughs) but that they are then there in support right of the queer people and so like maybe don't be like a bachelorette party at a drag show that's like obnoxious <laughs> and who are like and then making it are, about them gay people are circus clowns right them, right yes yeah. so like maybe don't do like that thing uh i was at i was at but... my, i was at the twisted ranch and this girl found out i was gay because i told her and she was like oh my god you're gay I love Drag Race. Yeah. That's verbatim what she said. Yeah. Which is just like, oh my god. I know, it's so interesting. I was like, oh my gosh. I like punk rock music. Let's talk about it. You know, like something, it's like, to a lot of straight people, I think it's funny that queer culture is becoming mainstream, and a lot of it, because of RuPaul's, is so 
and like so many other things is so tied to queer culture Mm -hmm. but it feels like some cool niche that they're a part of yeah or they're like you know i don't think straight people understand that some spaces aren't their powerhouse they aren't used to feeling so othered as you know we might have felt right yeah yeah and that like and i you know i'm sure we've talked about this but that like for queer people like like you were saying with kink too is like it's built out of survival and drag for a lot of people is it's it's for their survival yeah you know and it is this liberating expression and it's it's life-saving and you know it's not just like this like woo yes queen (laughs) you know right it's not like all the fun and colors of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. You know? And I think that's why RuPaul's always has that thing where they, like, add in all their gay trauma when they're, yes. like, doing their makeup, right? <laughs> yeah, I love um, that. That's one of my mom's favorite parts, right? Yeah. Is when they, like, talk about their shit. Which, like, yeah. good, great, awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's, again, it's exactly that. Straight people go to these gay events, and I don't think they fully grasp what it is, what it's for, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like some cool party that they were invited to mm-hmm. as opposed to the celebration for a group of people and they should learn and respect that Mm -hmm. i haven't had any personal issues with straight people at pride i think they're dumb but that's just that straight people are dumb in general (laughs) just in general general Ah. uh Uh, yeah i I haven't had issues either again i've only been to pride once though but yeah i i think that overall you know realizing that you're coming into a different you know a space that is for queer people it's yeah. not for you and so then you're like a guest and so then maybe don't try to Make judge or criticize or yeah. you know say like well maybe they shouldn't be wearing that maybe they should cover up maybe this maybe you more know. people would accept you if you weren't wearing assless chaps right you know stuff like that no but it's no yeah. but it's that and, and that, so, that goes back to the you know again the kink conversation where they're like well maybe they yeah. shouldn't be wearing leashes or whatever kink they're talking about right and i'm like yeah. well that's not we're right not like here it's to make not you comfortable no exactly and like, so like it's not, not about you this is yeah. about us like yeah. i find so many attributes of heterosexual culture so problematic including the concepts of marriage and the mm-hmm. concepts of a perfect family yep. and the concepts of yeah. of yeah. having children mm-hmm. and all this other stuff that i cannot <laughs> having children just don't do it just don't do it no literally no exactly I, no yeah, yeah family already, values yeah, yeah. Uh, that shit like that and like i i feel like oh just normalize having kids when you're financially and emotionally ready god damn it i don't mm-hmm. care if you're 29 do it then anyway but i hate it when then people come in and act like that's the standard and they don't realize that that's straight culture. Yeah. That's this normal, that's this normalized way of thinking of how families should be, of how people should interact and be together. Yeah. And we're not going to simulate. And we're fighting against that. Yeah. Because it's not for us. And that's why. And we're not welcome in that, nor do we want to be. Yeah. That's why we are sex positive. That's why we are kinky. And maybe you should be too. Yes. Maybe you wouldn't hate yourself if you were kinky. Oh, then everybody. No. It's okay to be vanilla. No, no, no. no, 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 That was too much. Well, and then uh, two thoughts two thoughts uh but it's like like we talked about in the gay history episode where you know pre-stonewall it was the uh you know the message and the fight was more of a we're just like you right gay people you know we're we're among you we're here Here, give us rights right like don't fire us from our jobs because we're just like you right right and then it was more about like assimilating and then post stonewall gay rights was then more of the like we're here we're queer get used to it we're different and that's what makes us great yeah right and then also i wanted to say um i think that's also 
what makes rainbow capitalism feel weird in the yeah. sense that it feels like cuz i cuz you know that it's not just like gay people who are heading these <laughs> big corporations pride things right. and i i you know want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that there's at least some queer people on the team <laughs> but uh, but you know that like that's not what it is and that the people who are at the top of this aren't queer people so yeah. then it does feel like a straight i almost said like bastardization of like pride no, because you know that. because it's not through the same lens yeah you know and it, it feels like it so often feels like it's just kind of missing the mark where it's right. like I oh agree. this doesn't really this isn't really getting it yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah i think that the, it's funny how often i go to this where i'm just like if we just you know you like going to pride because you want to be us and if you took two steps back to realize that <laughs> like if you realize like oh this is so fun because we are fighting so hard mm-hmm. to love ourselves and we've created this culture yeah. that is so new and unique that's yeah. why i think a lot of mainstream people take from i was gonna say because then that's the, yeah that's the other thing is that then so much of queer culture is then appropriated right? that, yeah exactly yeah. that and so that's why and I'm then like, so much of queer culture has been appropriated from black culture yeah. or from and right I like just, like i don't know if you just took two steps back to realize like i don't feel the pressure and the stress of like finding a lover and settling down and having kids now that i'm graduated from college right and mm-hmm. it's not because i'm some magical being or anything else it's because i literally just decided i don't need to do that Mm -hmm. and i found that out because i'm gay and i had to go through all that trauma and figure that out of why i don't fit into this heterosexual society but i don't understand why straight people then can't look at that and be like oh maybe she if they like you know wore normal pants and it'd be like why would i do that yeah why would i why would i dress up for these people that told me to change anyway you know like Mm -hmm. that's why pride exists is so that i didn't have to do that Mm -hmm. it's like why can't straight people realize that they can just drop the bullshit the way we we didn't just drop it we had to fight to right f- well and, it, out yeah. and, love it. and because it, they haven't had to question it because yeah. so often they just fit into it and, and so that's then why. have no reason to question yeah. it because and that's it's, why you know it's works not for about them. them and when they you know have to face their shit that's why it gets a little weird when they go to right. these pride events or these these spaces they're not welcome yeah. in which, you know, and of course, not not all, not all straight people. Not all straight people. <laughs> you know, but, you know, you know. Well, right. I was like, yeah. If this sounds like you and you're offended, maybe you should right. think about that. Yes, if you're offended by this, maybe check yourself. <laughs> I was like, maybe you should look into that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk ah. about that. Um, and this is a great talk today. Was yes, there anything else so you wanted good. to talk about? Pride! Pride! Woo! No, I think that was all of the things that... Uh, I wanted to cover. Cool. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride. Woo! Wear some, wear some of your favorite uh, Pride attire, whether yes. you like being super loud or whether you like being super subtle. There is yes. stuff out there that is super subtle just yes. for you. You don't have to. No, wear yeah. some leather. Wear some leather. <laughs> I, I just bought a collar like yes! for the month. <laughs> um, but yeah, Em, what is your gay recommendation this week? My gay recommendation is the movie pride i was i was hoping you were just like my recommendation is pride yes like okay great it is a movie and it's based on a true story and it takes place in the uk 
and it is about this group of gay activists who came together to help support the miners during the strike that happened in 1984, which is also, you know, when Billy Elliot takes place, if you're also a fan of Billy <laughs> <laughs> um, But it's a true story, which is cool, and, you know, how much I love gay history. And it's just such a cool story, and I highly recommend just a wholesome movie. Uh, I watched it with my parents. They loved it. Like, it's it's uh, really, really, really good. So, Pride, check it out. Nate, what is your gay recommendation? <laughs> My gay recommendation is a new little shop I want to recommend to you guys. We talked about queer-owned businesses, so I'm going to recommend Queerest Gear. It is an online shop that you can go to, and the reason I love it so, so, so much is not only because they have really unique products, like you can get D&D dice, you can get um, things for allies, bottle openers, as well as clothes, but you can also shop specifically by your identity. And they have so many cool identities. Not only do they have obviously like, uh, I almost said straight. <laughs> Not only do they obviously have like gay and then the lesbian flag, men who love men. They also have like as far down as to like, they have uh, a romantic, asexual, I'm staring at the list right now, gender fluid, non-binary, pansexual. And you can go through and then it just pulls up all the products with that um, pride merch on it. Um, this one is very, like, you know, very explicit in terms of queer merch. Like, it's very, like, I'm gay. Obviously a lesbian. Or, like, <laughs> But I wanted to offer it to you because it's really, really cool. I've currently put in an order for two of their snapbacks, and <laughs> I am very excited about it. But please go check it out. They're at QueeristGear.com. So, yeah, go check them out and get some quality pride merch this month. Nate, where can people find us? People can find us on Instagram at Podcast. There you can see all of our recommendations and you can DM us for ideas for topics you'd like us to talk about on the show. You can also follow my personal Instagram at NateJig, N-A-T-E-J-I-G. And you can't follow M because her Instagram is private. That is true. Be sure to leave this podcast a five-star review and follow us so you're always there for new episodes. And until next time, let's be out. Let's be proud. And as always, Lesbian! Woo! Thank you guys so much. <laughs>